Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hello! Welcome to BSP Believer Skeptic Podcast. The commercial where two idiots debate weird phenomena. I'm Chris. I'm the Believer. I'm Cody. I'm the Skeptic. We are an LGBTQ paranormal comedy podcast. And proud members of the Podmoth Network. So, did you know there's a creature in Japan called a kappa that tries to suck a bejeweled life force out of your anus? Uh, I did not, and I'm not even going to try debunking that. Instead, I volunteer as tribute. Okay, so if you like your podcast a little spooky, a little mysterious... A lot gay. Do we have the show for you? Just listen and subscribe to BSP Believer Skeptic Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more content, search BS Pod PHX on social media or visit bspodphx.com. Bye. What's up, up, you guys? guys? That was a wow. good one. <laughs> I think it's because we got I think, a company. Yeah, we have, <laughs> we're trying to be on our best behavior. Right. <laughs> that um, was fantastic. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> um, I'm Catherine. And I'm Haley. And we have a special guest today who's also Haley. Would you like to introduce, introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I am a huge fan, um, and I'm like actually a fan. I'm not just saying that because I'm a part of the Podmoth Network. Um, I am actually like a huge fan of y'all. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, So it's true crime week. Oh, yeah. We're Saturdays for the ghouls. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we're Saturdays for the Ghouls, a Podmouth podcast. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> um, it is True Crime Week, uh, and I'm bringing you guys a true crime, and we're having just you know, Taz chit chat chat about crime, yeah. crime. Yes. <laughs> um. So, both Haley's here don't know <laughs> what um what the topic is it's obviously a surprise as usual i am so So, excited (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna hop in and uh usually buckle your little seatbelts um i'm gonna start by there's a few different people in the story so i'm gonna kind of give you a rundown of the people we're gonna talk about okay so we're gonna get a cast we're gonna get a cast list here yes so the first one is um lachelle nance and she's an eight-year-old girl She's very smart, smart like a whip, has a photographic memory, crazy smart. Um, And then her mother is um, Michelle. That's why I'm kind of 
Lanelle clarifying. <laughs> um, mm. So it's Lachelle and Michelle. And then there's her godmother, Lisa, um, Danielle, Lisa's daughter, and then Milagro, a foster child that lives with Lisa. Oh He's a 17. Lanelle, Michelle, Danielle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, this is like quite the family. Oh, my goodness. I know, but they seem really close-knit, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we're going to talk about one Saturday night in their in their lives. Uh, Lachelle came, went over to Lisa's house and spent the night there with her god siblings, I guess. You know, like, it was not uncommon that this happened. Um, so when they all went to sleep around 1 a.m., Danielle went in and told Lisa that Lachelle was missing. And... Uh, they looked all over the house. Her shoes were still at the door, and Lisa called her mom asking if maybe she had picked her up. And Michelle said no. So they ran. She ran over to Lisa's as well. When um, Michelle and the police arrived, M- Malargro, he came back to the house and he was like, "Hey, I know what happened. I woke up and this white man was abducting Michelle from the house. I chased after him." They got into this station wagon with like a big dent on the door. And when I chased them, I chased them eight blocks, he says. And once we got to um, like a stoplight, they got all three white men that came out of that um, station wagon, jumped him and beat him up for like 20 minutes is what he said. Oh, my gosh. Now, this was kind of strange, though, uh, the whole story, because... um, Lisa felt like something really wasn't right while he was telling them the story. Michelle was saying that his story didn't make any sense. And um, the police started saying that it was really far-fetched because he did have a torn shirt. But other than that, he had no injuries consistent with his story. You know, so it was like a big red flag. Right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, that's a little. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, a a group of guys beat him up for 20 minutes? That's what he said, but he didn't have any and injuries. no injuries. Okay. Yeah. So All right. <laughs> I I mean, if he didn't know anything, I don't know why he would have made something up unless right. he's a part of it, you know? Right. So hundred percent. Regardless, there was a missing eight year old and they had to start searching because obviously with a missing person, there's only so much time. Mm-hmm. So upwards to one hundred law enforcement officers started canvassing the neighborhood, the local cemetery, all around Lisa's house and throughout a landfill that was nearby. In uh in the landfill, they found an access road. The officers decided to drive down that road and they did find along the side of the road a pair of underwear and a pair of shorts. Um and they figured that unfortunately they were probably on the right track. Um, Further down the road, there were two big, huge construction dumpsters. Um, And inside the dumpsters, there was one of those garbage bins with wheels, kind of like you would see at a house Mm -hmm. um, Mm. that you you would put your own trash in. Right. Um, When they opened the lid, they saw a ton of large pieces of concrete. And as they looked closer, they did see a hand and a foot. And it was Lachelle. Um, And it didn't. It obviously wasn't looking good. So the officers called to get help to get her out. Um, And at this point, the family gets the unfortunate news and all the police and first responders arrived. Uh, Lachelle Nance's body was buried under 200 pounds of concrete. 
and she was in the fetal position upside down with the chunks on top of her and the chunks were upwards to 30 pounds a piece oh my gosh gosh. it was that's insane yeah it was not an easy feat for that to happen either (laughs) no um so as they began trying to recover her body one of the officers actually saw her finger move and um (gasps) so they jumped in and quickly started removing the concrete off of her because turned out that she actually was still alive oh my god (laughs) um they got her on scary that's yeah really scary so they got her onto a stretcher and she was being rushed like to an ambulance and as she was clinging to life she was able to whisper the name of the person who tried to kill her which is millar grove i knew it the doctor said that she (laughs) (laughs) the doctor said that she only had 10 to 20 minutes left in the under the concrete um, until her organs were going to start shutting down. So she was rushed to medical attention, um, rushed for medical attention and she did survive. She had a long rehab, uh, road, but 12 years later, she was able to tell her own story. (gasps) I love these ones. This is a survival story. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Go Michelle. Yes. (laughs) Um, if you guys wanted to, you could also watch the, like, on YouTube, there's, like, two parts of her own, her telling her own story, which is really cool. So, her story goes like this. That night, she woke up to someone touching her, and she saw Millar grow. He made up a story to lure her outside. She said, and I quote, so I got up, no shoes, just the clothes I slept in, and she went outside. Malargo attacked her as soon as she got outside, and he grabbed her and said, if you scream, I'll hurt you. And he walked her down towards the landfill. A few blocks away from the house, he slammed her to the ground. He did rape her, and then he began choking her. And she decided, and she says that she doesn't know why or how she decided to do this, but she decided to fake her death. So, like, at one blow, she just, like, closed her eyes and stopped moving and stopped responding. That's that, so smart. That's pretty mm-hmm. much what saved her life at eight years old, which is, wow. I was saying, crazy. Yeah. So she said, um, and I quote, he threw me down and I just held my breath and didn't make a move and closed my eyes. So Malargro began trying to cover up his crime at this point. He threw her in a dumpster, rolled the dumpster to the rocks and started putting the rocks on top of her. She didn't understand until she got older of how evil he was actually like as a person because as he would put the rock on top of her, he would say sorry and then laugh. Like, oh it was... Oh, my gosh. Wow, right. <laughs> it was What really... a disgusting human. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. And she said she, said she thought that she was really going to die, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if... I would, too, if I were in that position. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she said that she was under the rocks for eight hours. But, again, we know the end of the story. She got the medical attention she needs. She's perfectly fine and well right now. She's a victim's advocate. She started a a victim's advocate group called Many Girls Like Us. And so that was really cool. Um, Now we get to to see what happened to Malargro. Mm. Four years later was the trial. So I don't know why it took four years (laughs) for that trial to start, but maybe because they wanted to be able to get... Maybe? Yeah, maybe maybe it took her that long to get to the point where they could tell him 
tell them what happened because she right. was only eight. Right. Um, but Mama Michelle, she was there to make sure that justice was served. Mm. She was there every yeah. single day. Um, his lawyers claimed that he didn't know right from wrong at 17 years old. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. um, yeah, exactly. Like it was unlikely. <laughs> Um, in 2009, he was actually sentenced to four life sentences. But in 2010, the Supreme Court justice threw out life in prison for juveniles. And he was only 10 months away from being an adult, so he had to get resentenced. But at his resentencing trial, Lachelle actually testified herself against him and told her story in court. Oh, my And I'm God. like... That's, this girl's a boss. Like she is. Say, that's insane. And so, unfortunately, the judge reduced his sentence to fifty years, but the likelihood of him making it to fifty would be slim to none because of the fact that he ha- now has heart and kidney problems, like really serious heart and kidney problems. He's like so much so that he's on dialysis in prison. Oh, like organ failure? Yeah, like oh. organ failure. And <laughs> Mama Michelle was like in the interview. She goes. Uh, that's what we call karma. Yeah, like, I was, I was yeah. literally about to say that. I was like, sounds like karma. <laughs> exactly. And so it's it's unlikely that he'll see the light of day outside of prison, but if potentially he could get better in prison or if he could get new organs, unfortunately he could get out. Mm. But we could we'd have to cross that bridge when we get there. Mm. That's the story of Lachelle, and she's called the Miracle Girl because she survived. Rightfully so. I know. It's cool that she decided to try to, you know, to be a victim's advocate after that, like in her adulthood. Definitely. That's like the bravest thing that any victim Mm -hmm. can do is take on, you know, kind of the trauma and talk through traumas with other victims. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, so that's Lachelle and it's a happy one. It's a happy-ish I mean, happier ending. Yeah, it was, it's a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing next week, Haley? Um, I'm thinking we might do the Trailer Park of Terror one. Oh. I, I really want to show you that movie. It's hilarious. Okay. Okay. It sounds like a zombie oh. movie. They're always like in trailer parks and stuff like that. But these zombies talking are smart. Oh. Oh. Okay. They're they're hillbilly they're, they're hillbilly zombies. They're hillbilly zombies. <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up. <laughs> okay, well that'll be fun. So, Haley, I not you, Haley. Oh, I was like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> the important guest, Haley. Um, uh, I have a few questions I wanted to ask you about your podcast. Yes. Um, what is your podcast about, and where can they find you? Yeah. Um, so I exclusively cover unidentified cases. Um, I say it like every single time I talk about my podcast, but I grew up near where uh, Sherry Ann Jarvis, who was the Walker County Jane Doe, where her body was found. And it's um, not funny, but a weird coincidence is that I used to have to like drive by where her body was dumped to get to my now husband's house. Um, and so whenever I found out that there was a Jane Doe there and I like drove by the crime scene like a hundred times, 
I started just going down, you know, the rabbit hole that we all do with true crime. And I just realized that there was no one advocating for these unidentified people. Um, even if they were like young girls, like Sherry was, um, I just like took it upon myself. I'm like, I am going to advocate for these people, whether they like it or not. Um, obviously they, you know, can't tell me if they do or not, but hopefully they are (laughs) appreciating my work. Um, but yeah, and you can find me literally anywhere for the most part. Um, Spotify, Apple, I'm kind of everywhere. Um, and I am also on the Podmoth network. So shout out to Podmoth. That's how we met. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Haley, how do you spell your Haley? (laughs) <laughs> i spell it the really weird way uh h-a-y-l-e-y no that's not weird i used to you know when you were like a kid and you used to like practice your signature i used to practice it that spelling because i was like i'm gonna change my name one day to that spelling <laughs> i don't know yeah, if that's just me love. and i'm weird but <laughs> you, guys, you guys could be named twins for real if you did you You're- should change it i think <laughs> yours I is know. the h-a-i-l-e-y right yes so my nickname is Hales, so it's spelled like H-A-I-L-S. So I was like, that makes mm-hmm. no sense. I mean, you could do H-A-Y-L-S. That works. It's like Hales. <laughs> More southern sounding. Weird, but <laughs> yeah, it does. But yeah, we I totally listened to your podcast and I thought it was I'm sorry, back to topic. <laughs> <laughs> I know I changed the topic. I'm sorry. so sorry. <laughs> I'm a I'm a t- I'm a topic wrangler, so like I have to wrangle in Haley all the time. So both Haley's, I guess, are gonna change. Yeah, wow, look at you. You're just a Haley wrangler today. <laughs> I'm a Haley wrangler. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally I listened to your podcast and I think it was great. Like Aww. all the work that you do and how much that you are able to bring awareness to these cases. Thanks. I, I cry like every episode and I try to edit it out, but sometimes oh. I just talk through my crying without thinking and it's so yeah. bad. But yeah, I'm probably just like overly emotional about it, to be honest. Um, yeah. My yeah. husband definitely thinks I'm a little crazy because he's like, you don't know these people. And I'm like, but someone did. You don't understand. Yeah. But yeah, I appreciate yeah. the compliment Aww. so much though. I mean, you have to feel for them, you know. I know, like to be yeah. in this and be like I as do- passionate about it as you are. Like, there's some feelings. Yeah, there's got to be feelings. And you know them because you you know like the most intimate part of like how they kind of passed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need to cry about every case that you research? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure y'all are normal and don't cry when you read a case or whatever. But yeah, oh. definitely the feeling and stuff like that. That is understandable. But I just cry. <laughs> we're we're a little um mentally <laughs> unstable so uh we don't cry I don't oh, okay cry, period. just like at all I and mean, Haley cries more but yeah more about like okay. animals and like it, it, it's the animals for me mm-hmm. animals really re- I can't listen to episodes about animals so anytime there's like trigger warning we talk about animals I'm like nope goodbye yeah not for yep. me any, any movie no like, yeah any I, movie that has like no. bad animal stuff no, no there is a website no. have y'all heard of the did the dog die.com i think is what it's called yes. where yes look yep i do that every single time there's like a dog in the trailer i'm like i need to make sure this dog doesn't die i don't really care about the humans but the dog cannot die same right <laughs> literally that's my, exactly our feelings uh, my dad and i went to go see that new movie dog with channing tatum in it mm. 
and Mm-mm. I literally told my dad, I said, if the dog dies, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but I still cried, but it wasn't because the dog died. It was just really sad. <laughs> oh, I'm glad the dog doesn't die. Yeah, I was watching that trailer and I looked at her and I was like, ah, that dog better not die. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it doesn't. She she survives. Yay! Good. Our second question for you is: What's your favorite scary movie? Okay, I have to be honest, and I know this is so weird for like true crime and just like creepy podcasts in general. But I rarely watch creepy movies, mostly because as a kid, I would like think I saw stuff around my house, and mm. I would just get way too paranoid. So mm. I just like can't do it. And there's not a ton of true crime. Movies that are good and, like, not cheesy where it's, like, the stressed-out detective getting, like, a glass of wine on the way home yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Like, Lifetime I mean, movies. <laughs> scotch on the rock. Yes. Yeah. It's, like – or, yeah, they'll go to, like, the bar and they're, like, I just want vodka. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. I get so tired of those. But um, my favorite movie that I've seen recently is definitely The Little Things. Um, it's, like, with Jared Leto. Um I am blanking on the other people's names. It's the guy um, who played the lead singer in Queen in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I don't know his he's, name, but I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's he's super awesome. He's such a talented actor. Um, but yeah, and he's in it, and he's the detective, and he's not cheesy at all because he's a really good actor, and I'm obsessed with it. But yeah, I thought that movie was really awesome because you like kind of know Where who did it. Like- Sorry. Yes. Him. Yes. He's so talented. Wait, so what was his first name? I know you said Malik. Ram- uh, Rami? Yes. Rami? Yeah, but I thought it was a really great movie. But yeah, it's definitely like a mainstream movie, though. It's kind of embarrassing. Okay. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen that one, but it does look interesting. Me and Haley both just like Googled looked it, it up while you were <laughs> talking about it. Um, it does look totally interesting. I've never even heard of it. It looks good. I haven't either. Yeah. So it's about a serial killer. And like, I- I'm not giving anything away. It's like oh, about like, like the whole plot is kind of like catching him. But Jared Leto mm. plays the serial killer in it. And he is so creepy oh. in every role that he does. He does a really great job at, you yeah. know, being creepy. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's good or not. Well, that's really cool. I'll have to watch that. Um, when you were talking about the fact that you don't find very many good true crime movies or, you know, uh, movies that fulfill that part of you, mm-hmm. I was thinking back to like this movie. Uh, it's called Searching. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. It's from 2018 and it's really good. It's about a guy who's who's lost his daughter oh, and yeah. him and a, um. a, a detective try to find her and stuff. And it's really cool. It's really intricate. Um, I mean, something that you have to like pay attention to because you're, it's like some of it's text messages, so you have to read. <laughs> but um, mm. other than that, it's it's a pretty good one. It's not cheesy in any matter, and it's it's really good. Uh, it's got the I haven't seen it. Remember wanting to see it, but it's got the guy from Hildren Kamar in it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the huh. girl who plays Grace in Will and Grace is the detective. I never. Seen I don't know her name. Oh. Deborah awesome. something. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing, yes. <laughs> um, so it, that's a good one if you ever wanted to watch it. Well, um, 
It's been great having another Haley. It's been great having another Haley. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I appreciate y'all having me on. I like, seriously, I'm not lying. I listen to y'all's podcast and I'm like obsessed with it. It gets super duper <laughs> scary sometimes. Um, but I definitely love your more like true crime stuff that I'm not going to, you know, yes. picture in my hallway or something. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, well, we're going to get a big head if you keep telling us that, like, I know, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) No, you deserve it. I appreciate it so much. I think it was y'all and Twister, Twisted Listers that got me kind of like into Podmoth. And I was like, I mean, if I can do a network with these types of podcasts, I'll just like be set for life. So I am really thankful for y'all. I'm so happy. So, I love the confusion though when you're like Haley, Haley, Haley. I know I have Haley, to like Haley, specify guest Haley, partner Haley. <laughs> um, and it's funny because Haley's not even like a super common name. I feel like I don't. I've, I only know one Haley other than myself. Yeah, I feel like I only know. I guess I know you two now. Well, now you know yes. too. <laughs> True. Well. Haley, guest Haley, it was great for you to join us. I'm so excited that you were able to come on and maybe we will join you on one of your episodes. Yes, for sure. When work isn't absolutely (laughs) crazy. crazy. Yeah. We'd love to have y'all on my podcast. I know we have some of the same listeners because I share y'all all all the time on my podcast. So you are always Um, welcome. But yeah, just let us know. We will be there. I'm just blushing. I'm blushing over here. So spooky babes, drink your water, Haley. Mm-hmm. Hi, both of you. Hi, drink your water. <laughs> Hydrate. Hydrate. Uh, eat your veggies. Grow up big and strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> we will see you in your nightmares. That was so cohesive. That was amazing. <laughs> We've had a lot of practice. Hey, I'm Courtney. And I'm Amanda. And this is A Nefarious Nightmare, now officially partnered with Darkcast Network. We cover true crime and the paranormal. We raise awareness about the senseless acts committed against victims. We won't go easy on the offenders, but show serious empathy to the victims. And sometimes we dive into some weird topics outside of true crime, like the paranormal or even conspiracy theories. Our listeners are definitely the best, and we are their biggest fans. So join us. Come on in. All are welcome. Let's dive into these cases. You can find us on any podcast platform and on YouTube. Be sure to find us, hit subscribe, and share us with your friends. We do have great life advice, such as don't be a Richard. Yes, (laughs) and wear deodorant. We don't want to smell you. But all are welcome to a nefarious nightmare.